0: And so, with the cup held high, the leave Croke Park, All Ireland football champion for 1949. All oh, beautiful me, you got all that I need. <laughs> Dimpsey hits Darren fair. Anthony Finity comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colin Coyle hitting Infinity.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the We Are Meat podcast. As usual, it's Mickey Brennan here, joined by Davy Rispin. And Davy, I suppose um, the weather has taken a turn for the worst over the last couple of weeks, but it didn't stop you from getting out training. And like the rest of the lads throughout the county and throughout the country, mad to see a bit of ball and get out training. Like we, we were training on Wednesday night in the junior season. We had 30 lads tugged oh. out for junior C. like Unbelievable. Man.
0: Yeah, and like I think from talking to everyone really, it's it's the same across the board. We're you know, we're getting upwards of thirty out every night as well, um, which is fantastic. And it's it's the most we've had probably in six or seven years. And even talking to different lads, even at underage, we, we were back with the seventeens tonight, and I think we had sixteen or seventeen lads, which for us would be would be nearly our whole panel, do you know. So yeah. um it's been brilliant, you know. And I think a lot of lads are just happy to get back out and and be back playing stuff. And whilst everything is getting back to normal now, it's still no one's really going nuts on Saturday nights, or you're not going to the pub and out till three or four in the morning. Um, so there is no real excuse for lads not to kind of be getting out and about and do a bit of training. But uh, no, it's it's really great to see.
1: Yeah, I tried to organise a massive session last Saturday, but nobody nobody was interested in going for an early bird.
0: I actually seen your tweet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you liked the tweet, but you didn't say you were going to come for an early bird. Um, the lads kind of got worried when they said when they saw me saying, "Fancy going for an early bird?" Yeah, I don't think so. But uh, yeah, there's been a few few different receipts floating about as uh, over the last week from since last Monday of people going to restaurants and it, the, the bill is like two hundred euros, mm. like one fish and chips, fourteen fifty, and. 42 pints of Heineken or whatever, like, but uh, yeah, some people will abuse the system and whatever. Plenty of time to get back drinking and, you know, I think everybody is just mad to get playing football now at the moment. But that's why we're here. We're here to talk about football. And On this week's show, we will have the league fixtures. The um, Mead County Board have thrown out the league fixtures last week. We were going to talk about them, but we said we'd leave it them this week. We also have all the venues for the upcoming championship games as well. Um, that's going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have some fixtures from the ladies football. We've not been in from the Camogie just yet, but Davy Rispin has been trying to work his magic. Um, we may get some information on uh, fixtures for the Camogie, or Davy might just get messages from a few of the Camogues uh, uh, that mightn't be relevant to fixtures at all. And uh, we will also have our usual spot, Instagram Interactive, I and mean, we'll be letting you know as well. Well, we, should, we may as well even start off with it. Davey, our, our, our new series on our Patreon service, the Loyal Royals podcast, the 10 best since 2010. We've done six teams, I think it is, so far. And uh, there was three teams at Loggerheads this week for the right to be, um, what will we say, uh, judged by by myself and yourself. And uh, it was lock who won out when we went to a Twitter poll we had to do a Twitter poll to see who was going to win the, um, the right to be um, discussed this week, and it is uh, Ballin-the-Lock or Ballin-the-Law or Ballin-Lock or Ballin-Law because there's that many different pronunciations. We were just talking about this off air. My, my partner works in, in Oldcastle, and she knows people from, from Ballin-the-Lock, and they say, she said that some of them call it Ballin-the-Law, some of them call it Ballin-Law, some of them call it Ballin-Lock, and as I said already, some of them call it Ballin-the-Lock. So what do you call it, Davey? I just call it the lock. <laughs> um, yeah, short for
0: it, but uh, Lucas, uh, yeah, we're delighted to be doing it because um, they've been knocking on the door for a few weeks, to be fair. Susan Farrell's been doing serious work to bring Get Ball and Lock uh, in there for the best 10. So they've, they've had quite the eventful, I suppose, 10-year span. So it'll be, it'll be an exciting one. Um, looking forward to doing it. I think it's always that little bit more enjoyable when a club has actually kind of won championships and stuff and they've been up and down and there's a bit of variation within the team over the last 10 years, which there definitely has been in Ballon So um, that'll be a really enjoyable one and it's one for the listeners to, to watch out for.
1: Yeah, really, really interesting one. Now, like I would probably know the, the Ballon Lock team from maybe the 90s better than I would the recent day ones. Obviously, I know a good few of the players on the recent uh, in recent years but I wouldn't have seen them enough so we're going to leave this one to you and I'm going to help you out on the 10 best but you know the club with a massive history in the last 30 years you know as you said winning, winning the Intermediate Championship in, in 91 and then you know getting relegated well they stayed up there for about 16 years I think it was then they got relegated then they won the Intermediate again and you know they've been up and down and they've just and, 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 and been to uh, they've won Division 2 and Division 1 League Finals and you know, they were a team that very easily could have won a senior championship or two in the last 30 years, find themselves an intermediate at the moment, could have been a senior team again two years after being relegated when they um, were beaten in the, or the, yeah, the 2018 final by Longwood. But, you know, and serious characters, serious footballers and a serious history um, when, when you talk about Van Lough. Yeah, they produce they produce some
0: amazing footballers. And I suppose prior to the, to the recent decade, like, you know, you've touched on it there from that 90s team, Jodie Devine and Declan Lynch and Frankie Tunney and, and players like that. They're, you know, really outstanding players. Then in probably more recent years, you had the likes of Kenneth Rockwell and that who mightn't have played much after the 2010, 2012 years. But, um, and then obviously the likes of Pather Byrne and that who we've seen in recent years has, you know, had a great career with me and Ballinlock alike. So... They have this ability of just producing players, and again, probably small enough area in terms of kind of where they're they're on the outskirts of Oldcastle, obviously as you mentioned. So, um but again, it, it hasn't phased them, and in, indeed, actually playing Oldcastle in recent years has brought the the best out of them again. So, um I, I still think there's plenty to come from them. But it, they're a funny oh, one yeah. because you you don't know what what year in, year out, what they're going to do. Sometimes they flatter to deceive, and then other times they can just go in a tangent and start performing and picking up results now. Um, we'll just have to see what they're going to produce this year. I, I know they're in a tough group in the Intermediate Championship. Again, I, I, I don't think it'll phase them. I think they'll have a crack at it, and uh, we'll, we'll be interested to see how they go.
1: Yeah, it will indeed. And just the man you mentioned there, Kenneth Rothwell, absolutely fantastic footballer that, uh, you know, came from Calvin down to meet uh, came from the Den Football Club down to uh, Ballon Lock and uh, you know, made it his home and mm. just started playing the football of his life when he, when, he, when he moved. He was always a really good footballer in Cabin but when he moved to Ballon Lock, he just seemed to excel. Great guy, great footballer as well. Um, as well, on our Loyal Royals podcast this week, you can look forward to our interview with the one and only Tommy Dowd, the All-Ireland winning captain, Of Mead from 1996 and uh, that's going to be an interesting one as well. Tommy, an absolute gent of a man and a character as well, you know, he's plenty of stories.
0: Yeah, I actually, I played a poker tournament over in the Hedford, it was for a Kenny GFC, it's probably about two years ago and I ended up sitting next to him on the table and sure. Like, either of us were in the shake-up, but the, the crack we had, it was a Friday night, and it was my first experience, really, sitting and having a chat with him, you know. and He would have been a little bit before my time in that, but, of course, I would have been brought up kind of on stories about Tommy Dowd and this kind of thing. And, you know, it was only from over the road here in Tunderey, and then subsequently went played with Wolf Tones winning two championships in Mead with different clubs, which was unique in itself, really. I don't know, has it, been, has it ever been done, really? Um, you well, might, you I- might have a better idea on that.
1: Uh, I'm not sure, but I know one thing as well that he's also won every adult championship there is to win in me. He won the mm. senior, intermediate, junior, junior B, junior C, and junior D, um, which is a phenomenal feat as well. Unbelievable, unbelievable man. Um, we we find out whether he has won, whether he is the only player in <laughs> me to have won senior championship with two different clubs that's a that that is a, a a very unique selling point i suppose but um yeah it's really one to look forward to this week tommy Dowd will be coming out later in the week and as we said our 10 best since 2010 series this week we continue and it's going to be ballin lock so um, do uh, head on over there to patreon forward slash we are need you will get all of our um 10 best since 2010 series and you will get all the interviews that we've done already I'm sure people are sick of us talking about it at this stage. We'll move on. Uh, Davey, uh, the league fixtures have come out for um, the, for, for, for me, And, you know, it's, uh, it's something that we were talking about in the last couple of weeks. We didn't know whether there was going to be a league. But the, the Mead County Board have come out with a league. And I'd say the clubs have to be delighted with this. There's going to be no promotion, no relegation. And they've altered the way the league is going to be run. But it's just to get more games into players. And maybe to give them a chance to get used to the rules before the championship starts.
0: Mm. We've we played a couple of challenge matches this week, and like it's been interesting that the referees have made a huge effort to actually pull teams in and and run them through the rules, which I I think is absolutely great because you know what lads are like, you can put it everything in front of them, but until someone actually comes up to them and says this is how it is, lads, um, you know we don't know. So referees are making a big effort in doing that and getting their message across. Um, in terms of the leagues yeah definitely from a football only club I'd be thrilled at getting a couple of league matches but I know from speaking to a lot of dual players out there they're a little bit worried having not played any football for probably four or five months they're going to be asked to play four games in eight days between hurling and football which is a huge ask for some of them Um, so the way it's going to be is the 17th is going to be football 19th hurling, then 21st football again and 23rd I think hurling. And then obviously you are out the following week with Football championship and, and then it kicks in. But, you know, from speaking, and we're only in the middle of doing previews for all the grades, and from speaking to uh, Dunsaini manager Niall Flynn, he's actually, they're considering either pulling out of one or two of the games, whether that be football or hurling, because he says they have been such a massive crossover of players between Clemessen and Dunsaini two yep. different clubs, which is very different to say the likes of a Wolf Tones or Navidamani's who might be able to just manage it that bit better. And um, So it's going to be interesting to see how it goes and a lot of people I've spoken to as well, they expect players getting injured. We've seen it in the Premier League in recent weeks as well. A lot of players getting injured early in games and that purely because they haven't played that much football. So that will play a part, I think, as well. I think we're going to see some of that but, you know, it's, a, it's all part and parcel of it. I think we were always going to you know, expect some probably teething problems with it, and um, we're just going to have to get on with it. It's it's great that it's back, first and foremost,
1: and um, we're just looking forward to getting back playing. Just as you mentioned, uh, dual players, the 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 proposal from the Hurling Bird Hurling Board, the bird, the, the Hurling Bird, the Hurling Board, it was a hard one. There was a bit of a tongue twister, and is to finish off the existing leagues. No change to the current format of regulations. One round completed in February. Two more rounds completed before the championship. With the remainder after the championship. So the five leagues are as normal: one, two, three, four A and four B. And um, there'll be ne- if necessary there'll be extra time and a winner on the day applied to all league playoffs and finals. And uh, there will be a uh, bottom team in each division except in four B will be relegated to the next uh, division. So the hurling stays as is. Um, But the proposed format uh, for the football will be play a new uh, All-County Football League competition in revised formats, as outlined below. No B-Leagues in 2020. The first two rounds of the league will be played prior to the championship start. That's what we were just discussing with the remainder after the championship. The All-County Football League Division 1 drawn into four groups of four, um, with group winners go straight into semi-finals. So it will be similar to the championship, A1 versus C1, B1 versus D1 and whatever. Um, All other divisions drawn into three groups of four, with the winner of Group A into the final and winners of Group C and B into a semi-final. No promotion or relegation. An unlimited amount of subs can be used in all these games, which is an interesting one as well, uh, Davey. Um, Mm. Again, if necessary, extra time and winner on the day will apply to the league playoffs and finals. The all duty Football League Division 5 games can be played down to Uh, 13 aside, if a team is unable to field 14 or 15 now unable to field 14 or 15 with the numbers clubs are getting out at the minute if you can't field 15 players for a league game I'd be very very surprised Um, but a really good incentive there from I know you're talking about the fact that you know dual players have been asked to play four games in the space of eight days and whatever that is a bit of a problem but we'd say again looking at it through football eyes if you if you were looking at it just through football eyes, this is brilliant for the footballers. The hurlers will obviously be looking, going, "It's great to get a couple of hurling games in." But as you said, when it comes to a dual player, they're they're kind of screwed, really, aren't they?
0: They are a little bit, yeah. Um, it's, it's going to be decision making, and I suppose communication between different managers, and that's going to be all important. You know, um, I'm just thinking outside the box, but like the likes of we'll say a Believer or Clannard in football, their lads either go to Kildocky or Klein, they're not the same club if that makes sense. So, it's just difficult. Even training, I'm sure it's presenting issues because, you know, I know a lot of clubs are doing double sessions. I won't name them, but I know certain clubs are training with their football at seven o'clock and then they're training afterwards with their hurling at half eight or whatever just to try and do it all on the one night. And even that's, you know, asking a huge amount of certain players and that. But so be it. The way the championship is laid out, unfortunately, this year, it just has to be like that. And there's probably no There's no happy medium really in it. It's just the way it is. And lads will have to make sacrifices, whatever they are. Maybe if it's playing one football match and one hurling match just to get a game in each, that's just probably going to have to be the way it is, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, you know, we were all mad to get GEA going again. Absolutely mad to get it going. Get the hurling, get the football going and the whole lot. And it wasn't going to be able to come back without posing some problems. Uh, And it looks like the dual players are the ones who are going to be uh, most at risk or... Going to have the biggest problems. Um, looking down through the divisions, like Division 1 split up into four groups, Division 2, three groups, 3, three groups, and four uh, and five, also uh, three groups. But um, interestingly, it's, it's going to be like a championship format, Davy, which is great crack. Um, you know, Division 1 is going to have semi finals, but Division three, four, uh, 2, 3, 4, and 5, you're going to have one team gone straight through to a final and then two teams playing in the semi-final. So it's going to be, you know, it's going to be championship-esque in that if you really want to do well in the league, get to a final or get to a semi-final, you, it's, it's, it's going to be knockout football nearly from the start.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know a lot of clubs will be targeting those two league matches before championship. And I mean, the thing I'd look at it is, if you if you can manage to win your first two games before championship, resumes you know that you're coming back to a big game after championship if that makes sense so yeah, yeah. whatever that will be to your last round of league matches or whatever you know that by winning that you're going to probably end up in a semi-final or final which would be great um, I suppose on the flip side from maybe a, a negative viewpoint if you if you end up losing your first two games before championship and yeah. end up you know, getting knocked out of championship or whatever there probably won't be much appetite to come out and play and find this game then in October November time but I'm sure we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, but look at it, it, it is a good form, and I think it is, it's uh, groups of four, you're guaranteed two or three games, whatever it is, Um, in most scenarios as well, and then there's the view to semi-finals and finals, but I think it's fairly done. Obviously, it's graded as well, the way it's, the way it, we should probably touch upon it is, it's graded towards the leagues last year, so I've noticed the way Oldcastle and Sydney have maintained their Division 1 status, Um. Even though I think they were both, uh, no sorry, Oldcastle might have stayed up Sorry, in the league last year, but Sydney definitely were relegated. But they're maintaining their Division 1 status for the purpose of this year, just because obviously it must have been um, too difficult to regrade. And another thing I've actually noticed, and I could be wrong on this, but from just scanning through all the fixtures, to the best of my knowledge, none of the teams that are playing each
1: other actually are playing each other in Championship. No, that was that was that was done on purpose. So yeah. it was they made yeah. sure that uh, anybody you were meeting in championship that you wouldn't be in the same group in the league, um, yeah. because which is it, great. Which I, again, and which must have taken an awful lot of um, uh, uh, organization and logistics to try and figure yeah. it out the whole lot. So fair play, well done to the CCC. They get a bad rep a lot of the time, but in fairness to them, they've done a brilliant job. Um, both of us are kind of looking down there and we're focusing on Division 5. And, uh, you know, we were talking about how, you know, round eight of the of the All-County Football League was going to be the, the big round of, of the Football League this year. Obviously, it didn't go ahead now with uh, COVID-19. Mm-hmm. But was, I think it was scheduled in for around this time, around July, and it was going to be the facing off of myself and yourself in the league, and um, uh against Simon St. Junior B's. That didn't happen, but in division five of this league, there is a chance that we could meet in an actual final, DB Risman. So you have to play your end of the bargain. I have to play my end of the bargain. And we've to get through I have to get through division group A and get our team through that and and make sure we get to a final. Your job is going to be to get your team through group C, win a semi-final against uh O'Matney's from Condor, Wolf Tones or Boards Mill and face off against, uh, against uh, the teacher the teacher and the student uh, facing off in the final is it going to happen Davey Rispin are you just going to play your, end of the, play your part of the bargain
0: I will do our utmost Mick yeah look, it's, it's probably a tougher one for us to be fair looking at it because as you say you know we have to obviously win our group first and then we have to play a semi-final against group B and you know looking at group
1: that's sorry, that's 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 the smallest violin in the world just
0: played. <laughs> well, we have to win more games. We have to play a seven player. Yeah, but we'll be better set though when we do you know get to that stage to play is. But um to be fair looking at your group as well, like you're in there with three first teams as well, which you know yep. has its own challenges. Um but look at it, it's great and the prospect of it sure is, is watering. you know. I'm sure it'd be Park Talton on the second week in December, full house, it'll be all ticket affair. <laughs> but look,
1: if you if you don't qualify for the final, and we don't qualify for the final, we'll have to have a we'll have to have a, a friendly or something like that. There'll be no friends made that day. Um, anyway, look, uh, look, the, we're looking forward to it anyway. Either way, the league getting getting back playing a bit of gas is going to be brilliant, and then getting to play our championship as well, absolutely fantastic. And speaking of championship, Davy, you have all the fixtures for the championship games this year, and uh, is it for the? It's just for the first round games, I take it.
0: Um, this is for the lads. Oh, cool. Uh, no, no, sorry. Do you want to talk about
1: the ladies? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I didn't know. We'll come to the ladies next after this. We're going to go to the venues for... No, sure, if you've got the ladies ready, have you? Um, I do. Yeah, cool. We'll go to the ladies' fixtures then, so, and um, the football. You didn't get any texts there. on taking it from the camogie.
0: No, I did. I did get camogie. It's literally just after coming in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> special uh, so, delivery so,
0: yeah so we'll do the we'll do the ladies football first if that's alright
1: yeah fire ahead
0: so we'll start on the Junior A Championship and that's split into two groups Group A and Group B so in Group A of the Meads uh, Ladies Junior Championship it's Clanagale Simonstown's second team Walterstown and Dulik Belustown they're in Group A and in Group B there's only three teams it's Screen Moila and Simpaths So that'll be, there'll be obviously the first round games and there'll be a buy in the second round in in Group B or whatever, with only being three teams. In the intermediate championship, then, similar story broken into two groups. It's in Column Kills versus Royal Gales and Retote versus Dunsany. And in Group B, it's Summerhill and O'Mahony's and St. Dalton's and D Rangers. senior championship, then, it's St. Michael's and Centralstown and Simonstown and Dunboyne in a Mount Water and Group A I mean when looking at that you have Simonstown and Dubai and two of the two of the probably you know teams that are probably going to dominate the the meet Ladies Championship for the next couple of years and have done in the last couple of years and you have Sensitown the, the old war horses I suppose there and St Michael's who are making big strides as well and Group yep. B which I think represents opportunities Dunham or Ashburn um, coming up from intermediate, you have Oldcastle, who are always very strong at senior level, Boardsmill, and Athena. I think they'll be all happy to be in that group, to be honest with you, um, because it's probably perceived as maybe the weaker group, but they'll come out of it, and, and whoever does come out of it will be in a good uh, position. I'll just briefly go through Group um, A and B and the Junior B as well. You have Gail, Colmkill, Kells, Wolf Tones, Royal Gales, second team, and Blackhall Gales. That's in Group A of the Junior B, and in Group you have Manalvi, Clonard and Dunboyan second team Um, and then briefly Group A of the Junior C Championship you have Trim and Kilbride that's their first teams and then Nathina and D-Rangers second teams and in Group B it's Rackenny and Slane as an amalgamation and Colmkill second team and Senchstown second team and then Group A, B, and C of the Junior D, if you stick with me. There's only three teams in each in Group A. It's Summerhill, Screen, and Trim, second team. Group B, you have Boards Mill and Retoat, second team. And they're also joined by Dundry's first team. So Dundry are only literally after starting up a ladies team. So they're in Junior D Championship. And, you know, good luck to them there. And in Group C, you have Bechtel and Karen Ross's first teams as well. Karen Ross, I know, have made big strides to get that team up and running in recent years. Two first teams in that group. Along with Dunham Ashburn second team. So, you know, really, really good to see probably new clubs in that emerging. Um, even they're starting
1: at the bottom of D, but I have no doubt that they'll probably climb their way through. Um,
0: yeah, it just it just,
1: goes on. it just shows you the appetite for ladies' football around the county, and it's great to see all these new teams coming into it. Is there any fixtures or dates um, given for the start of it, Davey?
0: No, there's nothing there on, on what the draw is stated. Um, now I didn't watch the draw live, so I probably I presume that had I done so, you it would have probably given an indication when it was meant to start. But I know, you know, they're they're back training. It's probably similar enough to the lads. It's probably bank holiday weekend in August, um, because I know they're back training and they're back playing challenge matches. I know the Ultons ladies have been playing a couple of games and um, other teams have been
1: playing as well. So you know it must be just around the corner too. Yeah, no, I was just interested to see because we're going to go on now to the Camogie fixtures and I just wanted to see if they were going to be doing it the same way as the football, alternate, alternating the weeks um, and whether they were going to be weekday games or weekend games. But again, we'll bring that to you when we when we find it out. Davey, going on to the Camogie, uh, you've got news just in from the Camogie board, let's just say.
0: Yeah, I do indeed. And there's actually dates beside this as well, which is great. So I have... Um, I have... The senior championship first, which is, again, it's split into two groups, Group 1 and Group 2. So all of these games are on or before the 18th of August. Actually, sorry, I'm wrong there in what I said. So I'll just explain it. So the first set of games is Kermesson versus Kiltail and Dundry versus Blackall Gales. Those two games are on or before the 18th of August.
1: Next are they Group games, A?
0: They're all Group 1, yeah. Okay, then right. The next couple of games are Blackhall Gales versus Kilmesson and Kiltail versus Dundry. So that's the second round of games in that group. And they're honored before the twenty-fifth of August. So the week after that, if that makes sense. Okay. And, and then, on, those
1: eight teams are from group A.
0: Yeah, okay. exactly. And then the third round of that is Blackhall Gales versus Kiltail and Kilmesson versus Dundry. And they're honored before September first. So again, it's just week after week, three weeks there in group uh, group one. Group two is exactly the same. So again, it's August 18th, 25th, and the first of September. So in group two, you have Reto versus Nafina, Dumboyne versus Boardsmill, and they're the they're the four sorry, they're the four teams making up group two, and they'll obviously play off against each other as well. Okay. Um, the next thing I have up here is actually the junior championship. I'll come back to intermediate in a couple of minutes because it's just done a little bit differently, but in the junior championship, we have Bordsmill versus Kilmessan and Dunderey versus Nafina. And that's the 21st of August. So I presume that's for second teams to give them a chance of getting a second team out then a couple of days later.
1: Yeah, and, and is is that, um, is that done the same way as the senior in groups of... Two groups, yeah. is it? Two, two groups, groups, exactly. So that's, so that's group one and then group two. Okay. Group, group two is Trim versus Ashburn and
0: Ratote versus Kiltail. Okay, and that's uh, Ratote's second team, is it? That's for Tote's second team and it'll be Kill Tails as well. Um, yeah. Um, and just in terms of semifinals and finals, there's dates in for them as well. So the semifinals will take place on the 12th or 13th of September with the finals taking place two weeks later on the 26th or 27th of September as well. The way it'll play out is um, semifinals will be one and two in Group 1, play two and one in Group 2, if that makes sense. yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the way the senior and junior championship will work intermediate is just a little bit different um, and I'm just going to have to try and make it out a little bit here but anyway I think I've only got uh, it's Christina trying now could take the flag for this but I think she's only given me uh, group two of the intermediate championship um, which will be comprised of Avenue Mahanese Lanigale Drumree and Trim so there's um, is that five teams in that group no four teams ok ok so, I'm, I'm yeah. presuming
1: it's running on the same lines then. Group one and group two, the, the games will be played from group one, then they'll be played from group two, and it's the top two from group one and from group two will play each other in the semi finals.
0: Exactly, and the same dates apply. It's the weekend ending, 12th or 13th of September, and then the finals are two weeks later on the 26th, 27th. Um, yeah. So, again, on or before the 20th of August for them, first round clashes. So, That's... it's great It's great that they're all mapped out now and similar to the lads they all know their dates and, and times which I think is brilliant as well you know your three games it can be bang 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 you know if it's Friday night Saturday and I'm sure they'll sort it I know the ladies are a little bit different the way they structure it they do before on or before so if it suits teams to play it on a Wednesday night because maybe football or whatever it is so be it you know which is great
1: yeah it's absolutely brilliant and, and as we get the dates for the ladies football championship, uh, we will get them to you too. We've got the hurling done, we've got the football fixtures done, and we will get the dates for those fixtures uh, uh, maybe next week or the week after. Moving on, Davy, we're going to go to uh, the men's football, and we have all the fixtures and the venues. I mean, for the um, for the senior intermediate and junior championships and uh, this is something we were going to talk about last week Davy. we said we'd leave it until this week and uh, it's going to make for 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 great listening because if you're looking to find out when your club is playing and where they're playing this is going to be it. Fire ahead Davy.
0: No problem Mick. Um... <laughs> I tried to <laughs> delay that.
1: I can see that you're frantically looking to try and find it. You had it up a few minutes ago but we had so many things going on. You're probably still trying to find. I tried to delay that as long as possible, so to give you time to find it. But uh, have you found it now? That's enough, Stalin. Mate, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, first round of the senior championship. I think it's the best place to start in Group A. Uh, Curaha versus Wolf Tones will take place on Saturday, the first of August, at half four. Impacted for the referee. None of these referees have been assigned as of yet, but that's all we know. Um, second game in that group is the big one it's Summerhill versus Menalby, and it's happening on Friday the 31st of July at half seven in Trim um, where they played last year a terrific game it was actually in Trim um, last year yeah. so hopefully mo- more of the same there
1: you kinda, it kind of had to be Trim like where else would you bring that game um, yeah. and Corahal Wolf Tones Becked of really nice pitch out there as well that's going to be an interesting one go on anyway to group B Group B, it's Dunham or Ashburn versus O'Mahony's.
0: Again, it's a Friday night game at half seven in screen, and I'd imagine there'll be a massive crowd at that. You know, it's going to be one of the first games back, so it'll be the first time people get the chance to attend the championship game. And the second game in that group, similar to the first one, is on a Saturday, and it's Nafina versus Sanches Town at seven o'clock in Park tolton
1: Excellent, yeah. Nafina and Park, uh, I'm just looking at that. Is that going to be, no, that's not going to be the first game in Park tolton um, we'll move no. on We'll find out Who is going to be The first game in Park Talton The first game in Park Talton Is Friday the 31st of July And it's going
0: to be Between senior champions Nobber And intermediate champions um, Sorry it's intermediate Sorry champions The other way around. <laughs> <wrong>. Senior, <laughs> <laughs> senior <laughs> champions were told in the Brian Farrell Derby And I mean Like where else This game had to be Brought to Knobber You know Huge occasion And that's
1: going to happen At 7 o'clock or Sorry Half 7 in Park Talton and if you want to get a ticket for that, you may go to Ticketmaster right now because I'd say that one is going to be a sellout. That is an absolute dinger. And, uh, like, you know, it, number one, it had to be Ratholk and number. There was just no mm. way that that, that that was going to be avoided. You know, people have been talking about it since, since Brian Farrell moved over to um, manage Ratholk, that it was in the stars that he was going to be drawn against his own club. But yeah, I really feel for the lad. It's a tough one. Um, and it's going to be in Park where they both last played their last championship, Mead championship games, not Leinster championship games, winning their championships. And uh, just brilliant. Half seven on the Friday night. It's Park Talton will be coming.
0: Mm, absolutely. And then the next game in that group is actually in Park as well. And it's your own Simon St. Gales versus Green in another huge game. And that's going to take place...
1: On Sunday, the second of August at two PM. Yeah, two PM for Simon Sten and Screen and Park Tolson on the Sunday. There'll be a lot of football played over the course of the weekend before that one comes. People are probably be sick of it and they won't even go to watch that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I doubt it somehow. Um, <laughs> group Group D then of the Senior Championship. It's St Peter's Dunboyne versus Duncharland. Another massive game on Saturday, the first of August at seven PM in Ashburn. That like again with Summerhill Menalvi you'd put that in the same bracket as well. That's going to be a massive derby game. Um, and mm-hmm. another huge crowd will probably flock to Ashburn for that. And the other game in that group is a meeting of the Colum Kills. And it's St. Colum Kills versus Gale Colum Kill. And it's on Saturday as well, the 1st of August at half six in Trim Condor. So I suppose the difference in this group is what we found is that the two games are nearly happening simultaneously. So... unless people are assigned to go and watch them instead of coming and watch your own team you're not really going to get the chance to see your opponents which I find is interesting and I don't know why it's panned out just in that
1: group but that's the way it is Um, yeah um, looking back at all the other groups you're going to get a chance to go and watch the other teams in your group yeah they're the only ones it's unfortunate for them um, Dumbining and Shockland that massive massive local derby and then you've got the battle of the kills the right to say you are the number one column kills um, uh, in that one and that's going to be that's going to be a dinger as well over in Drumcondra and and that won't be that would be a war of attrition in Drumcondra
0: yeah I mean what a place to bring it you know a, a place that historically you know prides itself on big battles in Drumcondra and uh, that's where this game is going probably some people may be a little bit surprised by the, the choice of venue but I I like it I think you know, places like this deserve to get big games, and in fairness to them, their facilities are top-notch, really yeah. nice surface, and that as
1: well. So they'll they'll be looking forward to it. They've had big games there in recent years, so it won't be a problem. Yeah, those those fixtures and uh, times, dates, and venues really wetting the appetite, and uh, we're looking forward to the senior championship kicking off. In the intermediate championship, you have the fixtures and the venues there as well.
0: Yeah, the first game up is uh, is a huge game, and it's coming to the historic and beautiful venue that is Court and GFC and it's going to be between Bechtiv and Drumbara um on Friday the twenty first Friday the thirty first of July at half seven. Massive game there. We've already talked spoken about that game in length um on last last week's podcast. And then the other game in that group is Trim and Rackenny and that's on the Sunday second at four PM in Park Tud.
1: Yeah, just going back to Becht van Drumbara, just to be, I, I did call it the battle of the Cavan men last week. I, I, Conor Gomali, I always regard him as a Cavan man. Of course, he's a mead man who was living in Cavan and managing different Cavan football teams, club teams down there. And he's coming up against another Cavan manager, a man who's managed Cavan to minor success. Um, he's managed uh, senior teams to championships in Cavan. He's been involved at all levels uh, under 21 county level and whatever that's John Brady so that's going to be a massive massive game between Beckham and Drumbara and it'll be interesting to see who's got their team primed for that one. and then you've got two big heavyweights uh, of mead football in the last 20 years Trim were a big senior team Ratkenny were a big senior team both playing their trade at intermediate level, and that's going to be 4 p.m. in Park Tolchin on Sunday. Like, it's going to be an absolute feast of football in Park Tolchin that Sunday. You've got the Simonson game at 2 p.m. You've got Kenny and Trim at 4 p.m., and there's another one at 7.30 p.m. No, what is it? That's on this. I'm just trying to figure out. There is another game in Park Tolchin on the Sunday. Simonson and Screen are at 2 p.m. Then you've got Trim and right Kenny at 4pm but we'll come back and find the next game in a couple of minutes anyway but there's two dingers in Park Thornton that day yeah um, they're the two so then in group B of the Intermediate Championship
0: is, is St. Michael's from Carlinstown taking on St. Pats from Stamola and that, and that game will happen on Saturday the 1st of August at half 6 in Waterstown um, and then the other game in that group is Waterstown and they will take on newly promoted Moila Ted Dowd's Moila <laughs> on Friday the 31st of July at half seven in Carlinstown, so it's yeah. amazing that group, because the Michael's obviously playing, yeah, it's, it's a very close group, and so Michael's will be delighted with that, because they'll get a great opportunity to see the other game by just walking outside their front door, and probably just, you know, strolling down to the pitch, and similar to that, Waterstown
1: will get the opportunity to see some Michael's and St. Pat's there the following day. The following day, I was just going to say that, you know, it's probably unfair on St. Pat's and Moilet, because they're going to have yeah. to travel. So they are to look at the opposing teams. But uh, again, uh, two really good games, two really good fixtures there to look out for. And then in Group C? Group C is a, is a group I
0: have a lot of time for, and I think there's going to be skin and hair flying in this group from minute one, and it's Dundry and Kilmainham on Saturday, the 1st of August at 4pm in Sean Newman Park, Bormean. And then the other group, again, happening simultaneously, you could say, is Blackhall Gales versus Castletown,
1: Saturday, the 1st of August at half four in Trim. Yeah, two really good games, and that really is uh, a, a group that's you know very hard to call any winners, uh, and and someone who's going to top that group. dundry Blackhall, Gales, Castletown, and Kilmainham all in mm. that group. So, and um, a group of death, nearly. Group D, we will see. Mm, this one's probably is maybe a little bit more of a
0: group of death, and the first game is an absolute like war from minute one. It's Deelie Ballys ten and Ballynabracky fighting for their lives in round one of the championship on Saturday, the 1st of August at 6pm in Trim. I mean, massive, massive game there on, in round one. As, as round one games go, that's right up there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And then the other game, similar to that, it's a local derby between Oldcastle and Sidden, Davy Cattle Sidden on Saturday, the 1st of August, half five in Nobber. So again, those two games happening hand-in-hand hand, um, and two
1: huge, huge encounters there. Can I question you on one thing there? A local derby for Sydney and Oldcastle. Ah, you probably would, would you not? Sidden Sidden would be up near Radkenny. You'd have to go across yeah. true Kells, across the true, mountain. True, true Nobor really. True Nobber over the Kells. Over by Ballin-the-Lock to get to Old Castle. <laughs> I'm just thinking they're both just they're like, an army. This an is an no, I know what you got, mean. I know what you mean. You got you get what I'm saying. There's um, still a good there's still a good drive from Sydney over to Old Castle, is what I'm saying. Um yeah. group that that is an unbelievable group. the Sitting, Siddhann, Old Castle, and Juliet said, Oh, Jesus Christ, one of those teams is gonna be a, going into a, a relegation battle as well, which is just Yeah, and that that's absolutely a,
0: a very valid point there. One big team in it. Yeah. Um, and the first group. round will probably tell a lot. Exactly. Uh, uh, group B? Group B e is Ballanlock and Clan Um, Again, that'll be a serious, serious encounter. The junior champions from last year coming up against Ballinloch. That game's in Kilmainham on Sunday, the 2nd of August at 12 pm. So an early start there on Sunday. And then the other game in that group as well is Longwood and Meath Hill, which I think will be another savage encounter.
1: That's on Saturday, the 1st of August, at 5.15 in Parculton. Yeah, uh, two cracking games. Absolutely brilliant. That intermediate is just going to be... Uh, it's going to be alive from the moment the ball is thrown in. It's just going to be a mental, mental, mental few weeks for that intermediate championship. We'll move on. We're going to go to the junior championship. And uh, Davy Group A... Group A is the meeting of
0: Kilbride and Drumcondra and that'll take place on Friday the 31st of July at half six.
1: Am I reading that right? Yeah, half six. Half six on Friday the 31st of July, yeah, that's a, that's an, that's an
0: that's early a tough, tough one, one, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I, yeah. Saw that a, I saw that happening a couple of times last year um, with, uh, with Junior Championship and, 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 and that's, that's, that's a tough one for lads to be coming well, home. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever about it
0: never been a Saturday or Sunday I'm a little bit surprised by the time I'm actually the first time I've seen it really so uh, that game's in Denor by the way anyway at half six Yeah. And, like, to the best of my knowledge they have lights in Denor so yeah interesting one mm-hmm. um, the other game in that group is Dunsany and St Mary's that's on Saturday the 1st of August at half six in Kilbride so I know it's at half six but it's on a Saturday so it's a
1: little bit more manageable yeah. um, similar to Waterstown and uh, St Michael's um, the Kilbride will get to watch Dunsany and St Mary's on the Saturday and St Mary's will get, get to watch Drumcondra and Kilbride in their home mm. pitch uh, on, on the Friday evening that's if St Mary's and Dunsany get home from working time on yeah
0: Friday. yeah good luck to them um, group B <laughs> is Clannard versus Karen Ross and that's on Friday the 31st of July at half 7 in Kandalki and the other game in the group happening at the exact same time, on the exact same day, it's Beliver versus Boards Mill. That's a derby. I'm fairly
1: confident in saying that. <laughs> um, half seven as well in Longwood. Yeah, yeah. Two cracking games there as well. Then we we'll move on to Group C. We've got two left, Group C and D. Yeah, Group C is Slane versus Cortown on Saturday, the 1st of August
0: at half four in Rackennie and then the other game in that group is St Vincent's and Minaldi really tasty encounter there on Sunday the 2nd of August at 12pm in Slane
1: yeah Corten uh, and Slane um, looking forward to that one I'd say um, Davy Ratkenny is the field big big open field there in Ratkenny up on the hill um, mm. if there's any if there's any elements you know it can it, it, Ratkenny field and like the weather wise um, the mm. wind and whatever but if you get Raciney on a nice day, there's there's fewer better uh, fields to be to be playing on. I love playing in mm-hmm. and I know they've
0: done a lot of work there in the clubhouse and the pitch in recent years as well to kind of improve facilities and stuff. So yeah, no problem going across there. We we kind of you know the way when you get picked out to see who you're playing, you have a good idea of where the game will generally be, and we kind of did expect it to be in Raciney because it's sort of common ground between the two and stuff. So um. That's to be expected. Yeah, no qualms about that. Um just in group D, there's obviously only one game because the Dolphins have to buy in the first round. And it's You're not bitter game. about
1: sorry, you're not bitter about that at all, are you, David?
0: <laughs> I <know. laughs> Look at, I, I, I think they'll have to be half their wits about them going out on second round because like you have to remember these two teams are gonna have a big championship game under the belt. Whoever comes through it, I'm not gonna even guess um who, because I, I don't have a clue, will have a serious battle. Serious battle hardened, really going into that second round game. So from that perspective, I don't think they're too bad. Um, and Camin and wardens and Bridges. It is on Saturday, the first of August at half four in Menality. So the won't have training that night. They'll be interested spectators, I'm sure, uh, looking at that one um to see who who they'll be facing. And the beauty about it is, I think they play the loser. So. Because it can't even prepare for who they're going to be playing two weeks later until that game's actually over. You
1: know? Oh, is that the way it's working? They play the losers know, first, yeah. so that so that the last game will count for something. It'll be the winner yeah. of the last game will go through. Mm. Interesting. What if it's a draw? How did they do it then? Yeah. <laughs> look, so, um, interesting. I'm just going to scoot down here. So we've got Premier Division One, Premier Division oh. Two, Premier Division Three, Premier Division Four, and the Premier Division Five. Premier Division 5B. I'm just trying to find it here. Where in God's name are we? I'm looking for the Simonstown uh, Junior C team. And I can't even... You said it there in 5B, Mickey. 5B, Simonstown against St. Column Kills. That's the one I'm looking forward to. It's the uh, Monday the 3rd of August at 6pm. It's in Pilton. The referee is to be confirmed. But that's the game everybody needs to get going to be a big war in Pilton, St. Column Kills getting the home advantage. Davey, I know you and all the boys are going to be flocking down to Pilton on the bank all morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the return of Mickey Brennan, he's had more retirements than The Undertaker. <laughs> he's back for some more. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah look, it's a, look you, see, the thing about the GEA is you don't retire. You retire from a grade so you do. So I've retired from senior grade, I've gone down to junior grade. Last year I played junior, didn't get to play senior in the championship. So now I can retire to junior C, but do what I've done with junior B and senior over the last few years and then make the comeback to junior B if I'm needed. You know that kind of I, lo- I love it, I love it. If I'm knocking around, Mickey,
0: I will, I will call in. <laughs> if I'm not too hungover <laughs>
1: Yeah, I can imagine I can imagine now right? Yeah, you'll have, have gone for an early bird session over that weekend <laughs> yeah. uh, Look Davey, it's brilliant We've got all the fixtures now uh, For the first round of the championship And there's some tasty, tasty ones in there Between junior, intermediate and senior Like the group of debt in, in junior B There's actually two groups of debt in, Sorry, in, in intermediate And um, with uh, Dunderey, Blackhall Gales, Clemena and Castletown. That's a big one, but the next one, Dulic, Bellyerson, Ballon and Bracky, Oldcastle and Sidon. And Then in senior, you know, you've got a couple of really tasty groups. Um, I suppose the, the Simonstone and Rapport one sticks out for me. Um, and then you've got Dunmore, Ashburn, you've got Nafine and Navin and Matties, and Centrestone all in the one group as well with a couple of tasty local derbies, Summerhill and Minalvi And um, there was one other one that I was trying to do, Dunboyne and Dunchoclin. Like. Yeah. You know, what else do we need to get the football uh, excitement going? It's just brilliant. A full, a full tank of petrol, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. But look, that's the fixtures done. And, uh, you know, look out. If you didn't hear them, go to mega.ie, and you will find the fixtures on the mega website. And it's looking really, really well at the moment. Very user-friendly. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, website that they've put together there in recent months um, Davey, we're going to move on now before we finish up, Instagram Interactive
0: Yeah, not much this week it's usually a feast or famine isn't it with Instagram, sometimes it's just whatever it is, but we have the usual culprits coming in with uh, with their questions and I suppose the first one is from the one and only Peter Duffy and he wants to know the best GA boots of all time Oh, this is, uh, the, the,
1: the, you can't say GEA boots because there's no, I suppose there's been no boots ever made just purely for GEA. I suppose iconic GEA boots would have to be the Puma King. But I think that the best ever football boots that were ever made were probably the first or second edition Predators when they had the big lumps of... The tongue and that, yeah. Oh, no, the, the big lumps of of, of like a, a, a car tyre on the actual ball. Like there were lumps, Mm absolutely, actually, they probably would have been a centimeter up off your football boot. But when you kicked that ball, you got an extra twenty yards, and if you wanted to put a bit of curl on it, you could curl it. You could hit it from in front of the goals, out to the forty-five, out to the sideline, and get it to curl back in over the bar. Like it was (laughs) just—they were—they were were just unbelievable. But you—that was well before your time. Speaking of Peter Mm -hmm. Duffy, he was out watching the junior C's training. Just watching. yeah, Yeah, I think he's a junior B this year a junior B, he's gone up in the ranks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was he was skeleton, probably. He was, I'm surprised he didn't come in with something, uh, towards <laughs> that. I didn't say anything about that. But you, what football boots do you think now would be?
0: Um, the ones I wore a couple of years ago, I'm a, a big Adidas man, and I always have been really. I used to wear the Puma, used to wear the Puma things, um, and then the Alan Nestor actually got in touch and he says, You know, the the cop, what do you call them, the copper Manias, aren't they?
1: No, Copa, uh, Copa, uh, cup, uh,
0: oh God, go on, I'll get it, I'll, re- I'll yeah. get it now for you. But, uh, look, I'm an Adidas man, I wore the Nitro Charge a few years ago, I thought they were a great boot, um, but I'd always stick with Adidas for some reason though, since the last probably 10 years I've always worn Adidas.
1: Uh, I think it was the Copa Mundial's, was it, or is that the one? Yeah, uh, and he says Mania's as well. Copa Mania's, Ah, right. No, he didn't uh, say, it. he just said Mania's. Oh, which one were the manias? I, I remember the manias. What were the mania boots? Um, no, they were they were predator manias. So they were. Um, Adidas Predators. Yeah, so they were is right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was the Copa Mundials where the, were, were, right. were the Pumas. But um yeah, and then there was the Copa America ones as well. But yeah, no, I was and I I've I I absolutely loved the the um Adidas Predator, the first second editions ones like and I've I've only found them twice ever since, and I paid wow. two. The last pair that I paid that I got, I got them at maybe I'd say it must have been eight years ago, and I paid two hundred and twenty euro for them. Um, uh, I'll tell you what year it was. It was twenty fourteen. I bought them, um, and it was my last year in Drummond League before I came back. Do you still to have them? No, sure. They're, like I, I'm a terror. I'm I'm football boots only last me about five six months. So they do. Wow. I, I, yeah, I just, whatever it is, I just go too hard on them. So I do. I wouldn't be like you sitting in the corner forward position waiting for a free kick to show off me boots. You know that kind of idea. I get stuck in. I get stuck in. Well, to be fair, you only play it for about three or four months of the year anyway. So. <laughs> hey, I. That's my problem with football boots. Actually, I'm the first back yeah. training at the start of the year. Uh. I'm the first back <laughs> training, I never miss a training session, and sure when I get to play a game of football, they just fall apart because they've been through all the different weather conditions all year. That's what it is. Um, um, Any more from Instagram?
0: Yeah, our sister podcast. We are Kevin have got in touch, and it's a question for you, Mickey. And I, I pretended like I knew no idea what you were on about earlier on, but they said, "How's the poker going, Mickey?"
1: <laughs> well, look, the poker is going well. Uh, so it is. Uh, they've been slagging me about it because I've been I've, I've, I've been on a bit of a run. So I have in the last seven games, one four. I play a second, third, and then out of the the points in one of them. But uh, yeah, um, I'd say they're waiting for me to tell you because uh, they do be slagging me about it. I I made a big point about um, folding a, a full house one evening. Um, what? And Dave, Davey Rispin looks at me and goes, what? Yeah, yeah, I folded a full house and uh, it was the right move to make because the guy had filled So, so wait,
0: I, I'm guessing right, there was probably two pair on the board and you had, we'll say, something to make up the full house but it was lower than the other pair. Is that what? something like that, no?
1: Flop, I had pocket nines, the flop came jack nine two. Okay, on the turn was a jack. So okay. I had I had filled my full house. Yeah. So I was expecting that the player I was playing against had a jack. So I let yeah. him put in a little bet and I just called it, saying that on the river I was going to... I was going to... Um, on it. So on the river came the two. And he had filled a, a bigger full house. Um, the board had filled a bigger full house. From, and my pocket nines were now defunct. But I went on to win that night. So my point <laughs> to the lads, and to listen back to this just to hear, my point to the lads was... Sometimes you can get a bigger kick out of folding a big hand rather than calling with a hand and winning a hand. So, uh, yeah, just a little bit of a poker tip there for, for all of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Last one is from the
0: iconic PS tapes, And yeah. uh, this is a fantastic suggestion, by the way. This is one of his better ones, I think. He says, can you organize a pub for the We Are Me Christmas party to watch the
1: football final? Wow. That's a hell of an idea, sometimes. isn't it? Yeah, 19th yeah. November.
0: December, ah,
1: Nineteenth.
0: Th- we're always talking about it
1: and We never do it, really. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a year. Um, <laughs> 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 no, it's a really good idea. Yeah, that, uh, the the All Ireland final on uh, the Saturday, the nineteenth, and you know, invite reality. only invite only we could organize i'm sure we can organize a pub we know paddy knows a few pubs that he could probably organize yeah absolutely. Area for us so uh yeah so if all of our listeners there uh, are interested in coming on a session with the vrb crew it's uh, uh it's up to you you know we'll, we'll put it out to the listeners there peter duffy would he be old enough to go to a pub uh, he might be by <laughs> christmas i've actually
0: I, I i put it up as a poll literally in the last probably hour and uh, 86%, sorry, 87% of people think it's a good idea, 13% think it's not. Let me just go through the voters really quickly. Some of the people that think it is a good idea Declan Dunn, Niall Flynn, Kieran Kenny, James Traynor, Owen Kelly, Jack Stillman, Brendan Cage, Flash Gordon, Leo Weldon. These are all household names James Connolly, Ronan Lynch, Shane Riley, Robert Perfield, Tom O'Connor, Peter Duffy himself, um, <laughs> John Francis Ryan. So we have a serious bus. Um, and who's not I, on it Sorry. I want to know
1: I want to know who said no to a Christmas party I'll,
0: na- <laughs> I'll name and shame <laughs> them these people aren't getting within an arse's roar this book Simon <laughs> mean, Finn Jamie Dernan Cahill Henley and Pudge can stay at home lads
1: yeah, a lot of those names sound like Cavan names. Uh, maybe that's why they don't want to come to the... look you know. that direction, all right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they have, they have uh, um, relatives in Cavan and they don't want to go to the We Are Meet, uh, uh, uh piss-up, we'll call it. I, I tell you one thing. You know, there's a couple of pubs out there in Bournemouth that, uh, that, that could get uh, hit for something like that
0: yeah I know a few I'd be happy enough to get in touch we leave it with P.S. Taves because he obviously is first whack on it but yeah, if people don't I'll tell you what I will do by the, by the time this poll expires tomorrow evening I'll screenshot all the people that voted yes and if it does happen we will reach out to them in due course if, it, yeah. if and when it does happen and invite them along
1: and you have to wear your club jersey <laughs> <laughs> know. that'd be a bit of crack um, yeah no, that, that sounds like a good idea and um, Oh, look, if there's a publican out there who wants to sponsor it. (laughs) (laughs) Davey Richman just goes, hell yeah, absolutely. Roll
0: roll the Malibu and milk soap along there, P.S. (laughs) Yeah,
1: there's there's not a chance any publican is going to sponsor you um, uh, fat frogs for a night. Not a chance. But they might sponsor you the first round. That's a good idea. I think we should organise that. Watch the All-Ireland Final. Great idea. Go to a country pub or something like that. Wherever, wherever it all suits um, and wherever people decide, that'll be a good idea. Yeah, well, will, it got me thinking. It's got me thinking. Mm, yeah. Uh, have you any more, anything else for the We Are Me podcast this week? No, low in quali- quantity, but very
0: high in quality, I must say, the three questions. Are you
1: sure you have nothing else now for the We Are Me podcast this week? No, not okay. a thing. And uh, so that's everything from Instagram. So what about yourself? Have you, Davey, got anything else that you'd like to bring to the podcast this week?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do, of course, Mick. Oh, and it
1: is, what uh, would that be now, David?
0: It, it would be them GA predictions. And uh, the We Are Me league is actually taking a little bit of shape. We've probably got eight or nine entries in already, which is great. Already? Yeah. And people getting in and they're eager to get going and they're confident in their selections as well. So I've actually put mine in during the week as well. Now, I won't be revealing them until a later date, but. Um, Look forward to seniors whenever they, they do come in. But basically, for anyone who probably doesn't know what we're talking about, it's a club championship kind of forecast. We've done it, obviously, with the National League. This is purely for the meet Championship, for junior, intermediate, and senior. Um, you can do it online. It's probably the easiest way to do it at gapredictions.com. And if you are doing it and you are listening to this podcast, make sure you put in for the mini-league. We are meet because that's where the crack is at and um, we, we've got some brilliant crack out of it during the spring and we probably will again in the winter by the time it finishes up so that's absolutely. obviously the come, but the club one is coming up in two or three weeks so make sure you get plenty good prize money on the show as well
1: yeah absolutely get on there and where can they find that Davey Risman.
0: Uh, GAPredictions.com Mickey or they can go on to the court on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram uh, whatever they want to uh,
1: play it either yeah, and they'll find the link on on, yeah. on, on the Cortel social media pages. I think that's it for this week from us on the We Are Me podcast. Remember, We Are Me, why it matters more.